the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, of president of Max Out Savings Advisors and host of the Max Out Savings Show. And we're talking savings, investment, and your retirement. As always here on the Max Out Savings Show, uh, our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term, to save aggressively and invest conservatively. And, and by that we mean put away as much money in, into your uh, private, uh, your qualified plans as possible, uh, minimum of 10% plus the company match in order to build up a, a successful retirement. So, so th- those are just one of the things to, th- th- that's, th- that's the main thing. And then you conservatively manage that money o- o- over the long term, very conservatively. And the key is, 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 is the buildup of wealth over the long term. And in, 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 in the world today, what we have to do is is we're going to have to take more charge of our retirement because the wet rate the government's going, they're not going to have enough funds over the long term to to, to fund everybody's retirement. And, and, and so, uh, you know, I, I think I think most people's Social Security is safe, but what they're going to be doing is is they for particularly for wealthier people, they're going to put more and more restrictions on it. And, and so, you really have to take charge of your your own retirement and your own finances. So make sure you stick with that. We've got a lot to talk about in the show, as always. We're going to be talking about uh, some stuff with uh, inherited IRAs. We're going to be talking about energy production. We're talking about oil. Uh, I-, I wanted to uh, touch base with the the, the Federal Reserve. Uh, just just in in general, the we had that what's known as Humphrey Hawkins testimony this week. In twice a year, the 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 chairman of of the uh, Federal Reserve goes to a goes to sit down with Congress and, and what they do is 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 they uh they they will sit down and 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 the uh go over ask the Federal Reserve questions about what uh, about what what's happening with the Federal Reserve can you cut, cut this ear earpiece down some uh in in the no, no the headphones which are right over there yeah okay good the and in the with the Federal Reserve coming in and uh, the what what happens is the Federal Reserve. I, I want to give you just a very quick tutorial of the Federal Reserve. That's good. The uh, what we have is the Federal Reserve prints. They, they do a lot of different things. They they, they do some regu- They regulate the banks. 
They also lend money to the banks and stabilize the banking system. In financial emergencies, they step in through a number of, of, of programs, everything from cutting interest rates to bond buying to asset buying to stabilize the financial system. And they're, they're, the banks are actually owned by uh, big, big banks, uh, particularly on Wall Street. So the Federal Reserve is not really a government agency per se. It's really privately owned. And if you look on your, if you look on your dollar bills, it act, they actually say Federal Reserve note on them. So it's a, it's a very powerful organization. It started in 1917 on Jekyll Island. I think they had a meeting. And, and but what's happened is the Federal Reserve is getting more and more power out there. And and in addition to printing money. And, and, and work in the money system, they've now been put additional charge of regulating the banks because of uh, Dodd-Frank. They're also, they also have a consumer financial protection agency that they're working on. And the problem we're running into is the Federal Reserve is not really a government agency per se. And so we put a lot of power into into the hands of a private organization and 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 what the federal reserve is morphing into is something more uh, more akin to the ecb or the european uh, uh th- not the EC- european central bank but the but the european uh union where you have kind of a quasi organization dictating policy to to the rest of the, uh, of of europe but they're really not elected officials they're not members of the executive branch they're not part of the court branch they become this kind of quasi fourth branch of government that's really not the government that's owned by Wall Street banks. And, and, and you know, look, since 1917, we've had a pretty good run in the United States economically. The problem that's come in recently, the Federal Reserve has, has usurped massive amounts of power from the legislative branch and the executive branch and is getting the power themselves. And that, that's a concern. This, is, this, is, this, this group is not responsible to anybody but themselves, and you can actually make the case that they're responsible to Wall Street firms at Wall Street banks, not firms at Wall Street banks. And, and so particularly on the, the Republican side, in uh, 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 conservatives are very concerned about this. And they, they're concerned about government power. And Texas has a long history in Republicans and Democrats. You get Ron Paul. This goes back to Henry B. Gonzalez, I believe, was a Democrat down in South Texas, of big critics of the Federal Reserve. And all during that time, since 2008, no organization in government has grabbed more power than the Federal Reserve. Now, they'll say they were given the power, they didn't rent the power, but they got the power. And so so it, it, the uh, Congressman Henserling of the Financial Services Committee wants to sit there and make some changes. There's, there's a lot of concern out there that, number one, interest rates are too low. Savers aren't getting enough on their money. They're not getting anything in their money markets or their CDs. And and quite frankly, it's it's it, the zero interest rates are called ZERP, which is zero interest rate policy. It was put in place in 2008 at the height of the financial crisis when when if you really sit down and talk to the people in the know, the, the, they felt like the financial system was about to collapse. Now, we still have interest rates five years later. And the question you have to ask yourself, is the is the financial system so fragile that it's going to collapse that that we can't raise interest rates, and the Fed is now talking like they might try to raise interest rates a little bit, but you're just not real sure. I mean, what what is so horrible with the economy that that the Federal Reserve has emergency interest rate policy in place? And so the, the Republicans want to know this, 
And I, you know, I, I've talked to people, I've talked to congressmen, and there's, you know, there's a lot of talk about they, they sort of feel like they don't feel interest rates should go shooting up. But you want to look at something called the Taylor Rule, which is simply a rule that looks at, at economic growth and inflation and comes up with a kind of a, a where, where you think short-term rates should be set. It, and, and it's higher. It's in the 1%, 1%, 2% range, and, and it's a 1.5%, somewhere in there. We have rates at zero. So it's not that people want to push the rates way up, but at, at zero interest rates, it causes massive amounts of, 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 of economic dislocation. It causes malinvestment. It causes uh, it causes savers to 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 not be paid and, and what and, and and what you're seeing out there is companies are borrowing money to buy back stock but they're not investing in plant and equipment and they're they're not investing in people they're not giving people raises because they can borrow money cheaply they just buy back the stock and, and keep and, and, and try to manage the company that way that's just it, savers are, are not making any money it, it, what they've done is the federal reserve is, has exported inflation around the world because these low interest rates caused caused a lot of 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 expansion around the world which was good but now it's starting to come back and you've got deflation and and with with the ultra low interest rates other currencies particularly the euro was kept up too long over the last four or five years and they've not recovered because their currency's been too high and and now we're in the midst of a currency war so there's a lot of knockoff very complicated effects to the federal reserve's policy and a lot of people have been very critical, and they've also been very critical of the rules the Federal Reserve is putting in place and dealing with that are driving small-town banks. I talked to small bankers and small-town banks out, out, of, out of the business. But, and so it was a very contentious Federal Reserve meeting, and, uh, and they, they honed in on a number of things. Uh, Congressman Hensley made it pretty clear that the Republicans would like to see some changes made to the Federal Reserve. There's There's... Uh, you know, a number of things were brought up. Of course, the Ron Paul, Rand Paul, and a number of congressmen went to audit the Fed to find out what they're really doing and are they telling this the truth. I, I don't believe they're stealing anything, or but 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 if they're doing things and not telling people, then that that and that that could be manipulating the financial system. And uh, in, in addition, there was some very tough talk for, from some of the congressmen about a meeting or about a speech that Janet Yellen, head of the Federal Reserve, had two weeks before the election where, where, the, where her talk was about income inequality. And now income inequality has been one of the center, centerpieces of the Obama administration. And for a Federal, the head of the Federal Reserve to come up with a, a big policy speech on income inequality problems right before the election the Republicans felt like she was trying to push the the election to the Democrats, it, and and it was a very contentious back and forth. But it's actually the first time I've ever seen the governor, uh, a Federal Reserve chairman, really almost kind of uh, where she really sort of backed into a corner on something, and and uh, she wouldn't admit that she knew that that income inequality was was you know one of the centerpieces of the democratic agenda the democrats agenda and and the congressman made the point well everyone in this room will raise their hand if they ask if that's the case including your including your staff here and uh but it, it, i i think you're going to see some changes i think the fed is under a lot of pressure to to change things to raise interest rates and more normalize the the economy there's a very good case that these zero interest rates are actually causing deflation worldwide 
And, and the reason I want to bring this up is is we, we don't hear a lot of talk about the Federal Reserve out there. In Texas, it's a very popular thing. The Federal Reserve is not well-liked in this state. And, and, and one of the reasons is, 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 the, is has been the deep suspicion that goes back 50, 60 more years than that. That, that if you let the Federal Reserve owned by New York City banks, they're going to take advantage of the rest of the country. Now, uh, Banker Fisher, uh, Fed Governor Fisher of Dallas, he made some comments that he felt like they should rotate the the uh, some of some of the positions that the New York Fed, the New York Fed holds a permanent position as a as 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 one of the key players in the Federal Reserve uh, in New York, and, and I think it's a vice chairmanship. Uh, and uh, but what they do is I have to check on that. But he feels like they need to start rotating that among the Federal Reserve governorships in other parts of the country because he feels like the New York Fed has too much power. We agree with that that, that the New York Fed has way too much power. And the problem is, and you saw this in 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 1999 where the the stock bubble blew up at the time, and the re- and the rest of the U.S. economy chugged along just fine, but the New York Fed panicked and cut rates too much. So. So clearly changes are coming. The, the Republicans want to make some big changes to the Federal Reserve, and it's something that we want to talk about and watch. And the reason why this is a concern to you is the Federal Reserve is setting the rate that you're getting on your money market fund and your CDs. Now, I've interviewed uh, – years ago I interviewed uh, Bob Rubin, uh, for Robert Rubin, former Secretary of the Treasury, and he said that, look, the Fed can't control long-term rates. They're trying to do that nowadays, but, but really – this is most about short-term rates. Something to think about. Now, we're going to be talking about some other things. We're talking about some ideas of, 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 of some different things with beneficiary IRAs coming up. We're going to be talking about oil and gas. We're going to be talking about the markets. If you have any questions or comments, by the way, the Max Out Savings Show is a live show. And so if you've got any questions, feel free to give us a call here in Houston. That's This is our hometown. This is where Max Out Savings Advisors is at. Uh, our phone number is 713 713- Three three nine ten seventy. That's seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. And by the way, we just sent out our most recent Max Out Savings report about uh, a week and a half ago. If you haven't, if you didn't get a copy of it, you can sign up. We 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 talk about the Federal Reserve. We talk about common four hundred one k mistakes. We talk about how to save money. We we talk about the markets. We talk about oil, about currency wars. A lot of stuff. It's all free to help you out. And if you need some help managing your IRA rollover, you're coming up on retirement and don't know what to do, we can help you because we're value investors in the stock and bond market, and we manage people's retirement. So if you need some help, go to the website. It's maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. That's the website for Max Out Savings Advisors. And we'll be right back after this quick break. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Serving the Houston area since 1986, South Coast Hydraulics is a leading provider of sales and service for a full line of components, including cylinders, motors, pumps, valves, controls, high-pressure pumps, and gas boosters. South Coast Hydraulics can custom design, supply, or manufacture, install, and service systems in your plant or on your mobile equipment. Drop by South Coast Hydraulics at 1010 Comanche Lane near Gessner and Hempstead Highway or visit them on the web at schydraulics.com. Save aggressively, invest conservatively. That's solid advice from Ted Gioka of Max Out Savings Advisors, and he shares it with you every Saturday when the Max Out Savings Show airs at 10 a.m. on AM 1070, The Answer. 
Ted's method calculates risk as well as return to actively manage your investments in today's changing markets. Max Out Savings Advisors uses a finely tuned value analysis strategy designed to manage and mitigate risk to prepare and escort you through retirement. Listen to the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka Saturdays at 10 a.m. on AM 1070, The Answer. If you're like me, and you probably are, you probably have some toys, like a desktop computer, a laptop, maybe a tablet, one or two smartphones, a printer, maybe even a high-speed modem and wireless router. That's a lot of technology. Who do you call when something breaks? If you had Tech Butler, one call can fix them all. And for a lot less than every other tech support service. Really. Tech Butler will cover every device you own for as little as $99 a year. And when you buy two years of protection, they'll give you a third year free. So you'll save even more. Plus, you get the peace of mind knowing that every device you own today or in the future is covered. Tech Butler. One call literally covers all your devices for less than everyone else. Get one year free when you buy two. Save money. Call right now. 1-800-326-8164. That's 1-800-326-8164. Again, 1-800-326-8164. 1-800-326-8164. AM 1070, The Answer. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Saving show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking savings, investment, and your retirement, as always, right here on the Max Salt Savings Show. And I, I wanted to talk, uh, just to touch base, I, I saw a couple things about the some of the changes that were in Barack Obama's 2016 fiscal budget. Now, I want to emphasize that this is not passed, and it's more like a wish list of what uh, Obama would like to have. But 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 it, I just it, it's some interesting things and it gives you an idea of, of where things could be going in the future. One of them is they wanted to eliminate the special tax break for NUA. And the, and the NUA tax break is stands for net unrealized appreciation, which is it, it, if you have uh, appreciate highly appreciated stock in your four hundred one k plan, there's a tax break that lets you take that 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 stock out of your out of your uh, 401k before you retire, before you roll it over and move it over into an IRA. And, and, and so, uh, uh, it, 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 I'm sorry, and, and take it out of there and then put it into a regular account. Now, you pay the taxes on the amount of the stock. Uh, 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 you, you pay the, the taxes on the amount that the stock of, that you purchase the stock at, but then when you sell it in the future, the appreciation uh all the unrealized appreciation becomes taxable at the capital gains rate. So it's a, it's a pretty neat little ta- – it's a way to convert ordinary income for money, taking money out of an IRA and converting it into capital gains, which is much lower. And and so it's something to think about. The top capital gains rate is 25%, but then you've got to add some other Obamacare crap uh, stuff in there. But uh, – the whereas ordinary income can be uh, thirty eight thirty nine percent, and so there could be a big savings in in, in that. And, and so this is for 
NUA, which is highly appreciated company stock in a 401k plan. And by the way, if you're coming up in retirement, your advisor should check into that and look and see if you have that highly appreciated stock, particularly with the big oil companies. You see a lot of people with with a lot of stock in Chevron or Exxon or Shell that that they purchased at $20 in there that, that you can move out. So if you have a thousand shares of of uh, say Chevron, you take it out of the plan, you 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 uh, you put it in into an account, and you pay taxes on twenty thousand dollars worth of, of of stock, but it's worth over uh, you know it's a hundred ninety seven whatever it is right now, uh, and then so when you sell it, the difference between the hundred dollars and ninety is is what you're looking uh, and twenty dollars is you're looking at. That eighty thousand dollars is only taxed at capital gains. It's a pretty good thing. Now, the the Obama administration is threatening sometime in the future to eliminate it. One another thing they were looking at is uh, limit Roth conversion to pre-tax dollars. Uh, create this is the big one right here in the future, and this is why everybody always asks me about these RMDs, and I think you're going to see changes. I, 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 they ask me about Roths and conversions. So if, I think in the end you're going to see more and more restrictions put on Roths because they're just not going to let these Roth IRA accounts grow up uh, sky high tax free but they want to create RMDs for Roth IRA owners uh, and this is something that, that that they're looking at doing possibly in the future uh, this is an interesting one here which I kind of agree with eliminate the RMDs uh, if your total tax saving in, ta- in IRAs and different accounts is under a hundred thousand dollars, I like that idea. I think that's a great idea. This is for smaller IRAs for people who don't have a huge amount of savings, but maybe want to live within their means and hold off the 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 IRA to something to pass on to their children or 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 to pass on or to hold off in the future, maybe ten years in the future when they maybe really need it. So that's kind of something I think that maybe has some legs to to get to. Uh, Create uh, uh, a maximum, a 28% maximum benefit for contributions. And this is this is another one that, that's happening out there. I think you're seeing some more. It, look, they keep coming back with this proposal right here. Establish a cap on IR, uh, retirement savings pro- prohibiting additional contributions. So once, once your IRA gets to a survivor annuity of $210,000, then you can't put any more money in. And so what that means is there's a certain amount in an IRA that you can go out and buy a survivor annuity where you and your wife get $210,000 worth of income. Now, I'll tell you, that's kind of tricky because here, here's what, that sounds like a lot of money, but what they're saying is that's an annuity. So the annuity effectively says that you and your wife get to $210,000, but your heirs get nothing. And so what the Obama administration is ultimately doing is they want these IRAs to sit there and pay out income, and then your heirs get nothing. And, and, and it goes on to the, the, that the IRAs are more the government's property than, than, the, than, 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 than the owner's property that he can pass on to his family. Very big deal. And, and they're not exactly saying that in this, but if you read between the lines, that's where they're going. Now, again, these aren't things that have passed. They, I, I don't want to upset people. But it's some of the direction that the Obama administration is trying to go. Uh, they, they want to require W-2 reporting of employer contributions to define benefit retirement plans. And, and again, what worries me about that is is that's kind of a sneaky way to try to come up with maybe limiting that in in in, in claiming employer contribution. I I, I just. I, Look, we really need to ring fence IRAs because the, there's a lot of money in IRAs. It's growing tax-free. 
and, and particularly Roth's tax-free, and it gets out, and the government is trying to get, they're short on money, they're desperate, and they're going to try to come after these IRAs, and it's important that we fight off these type of ridiculous things. Uh, of, of his 14 things I saw, I think one of them I agreed with, which is pretty remarkable. When, and the one I agreed with was eliminate the RMDs for small IRAs of $100,000 and less. I think that's a good idea and something that needs to be taken a look at. Uh, but but again, what the reason I'm bringing this up to you is this is part of the two, oh, President Obama's 2016 fiscal budget, which is not going to pass in a million years. It's basically a wish list, but it's it shows you the direction they're going to try to go. And the thing about these Democrats is they're very wily. Democrats, they just keep coming at you. They just never get in. They just keep coming at you. They they, they want one little bit. I, t- I talked to a big Republican about this a while back, and he was trying to kind of explain it to his side, one of the leadership in Congress, and, and, and he's trying to explain it. Look, you got to do little things and little things and, and keep winning that way. Republicans have a harder time understanding that. Democrats, they just keep winning. They just keep chipping away, chipping away, chipping away. And this is why you've got to fight them on every single thing, everything battle, because they will not stop. They'll get this now. They'll come back six months later, one a little more, six months later, a little more, two years later, a little more, and eventually they get what they want. And that's why you have to stop them, because their agenda is basically is socialism. And that's, you know, income inequality, uh, and this is what they're after, and they're not going to tell you that. It, people forget about this. In the in the fifties, remember McCarthy? They they had the problem with the communists, and they had they had communist spies, which they caught numerous communist spies. And and, and so McCarthy kind of launched this witch hunt about a communist. Are you a communist? And look, there's a lot of not communists, but there's a lot of socialists in government, and they're not going to tell you they're socialists. But that's what their agenda is. And so they'll all pretend like they're nice little Democrats or something, but they're socialists. And Barack Obama is the key one on that. And so he just keeps coming up with these socialist agendas, income equality. You didn't build that. It's not yours. The government did everything for you. And and, and so it's important to sit there. And I, I had a, a, a conversation with a friend of mine about about population exchange. And you know what it was? It was back in the 19, 19, before the 19 teens, between 1910 and 1920s, they, in Turkey, where they ran, they drove the Greeks out of the country and they called it, and, and Armenians, and the Armenians, it was genocide in, 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 in some of the group where they just killed people off and they said, look, we're just exchanging the populations. It's, it's this word speak that's used out there by the Democrats that you've got to be very careful because they will never tell you what they're doing. They'll put it in some, they'll spin it into some fairness routine or some something that sounds income equality nice, but really they're socialists. So anyway, something to think about. We'll get off that topic and uh, go to something else. But the reason I, I tell you this is we want def- we have to defend our retirement programs. We have to defend our IRAs and we have to defend our ability to own wealth. It's not they didn't. We did create that. It is our property. It's not your property, and we let you have some of it or give it in order to give us a government. But it's not your property, and that's what you have to be careful of. Because remember, they make it sound really good. They will never tell you what they're really doing. So, moving on, the uh, to uh, what else can we cover? I, I, I wanted to touch just touch base on inherited IRAs, and uh, and, and again, this is. This is uh, a situation where it, 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 you can take your IRA and you can pass it on uh, 
to your beneficiaries. Right now, we're in the process at Max Out Savings Advisors. We have we've we've we've, we've got a new partnership with TD Ameritrade, and and so we're getting rid of Fidelity, and uh, we're working on moving the accounts over to TD Ameritrade. And, and so this is something that we've been kind of working. We, we did a big due diligence check to see what we could see, and we just really felt like they were just materially better on customer service, uh, quality, uh, and uh, in technology. It, it, there just was night and day difference. So but so we're reviewing everybody's forms. We're it's just it's it's a lot of work, but the, the we we've been working on the beneficiary forms, checking them out. And a, a couple things. I, we talk about this on the show. I can't tell you how many times we talk about this on the show about check your beneficiary forms with IRAs. And 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 what happens is is we we uh, you know, we, we tell people this because things change in your life and things happen. Well, we've gone through our forms and we've had some clients that have made some changes and they weren't changed on the beneficiary forms. In, in the majority of the cases, I know I actually talked to them and mentioned it and they were going to get back to us and they just didn't do it. And that where this happens a lot is things like marriage, where typically people will get married and then they it takes them a while to move to move over beneficiary to the to to the new people. And you know, we we had some people that they were married and and yet their beneficiary forms basically uh had their 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 parents on the forms. And 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 so it, it was a number of different things like that uh where we we really had to have to remind people to double check your beneficiary forms Be, because you can inherit an IRA in 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 uh when you're deceased, someone else can inherit the IRA. Now, there, there's two ways to do that. It, it, there's a spousal IRA for the spouse gets a special treatment, and she can roll the, he or she can roll over the the decedent's IRA into their IRA and call it a spousal rollover. They don't have to do anything; they just put the money in the account, and they're good. Nothing changes. Now, if you're not the spouse, if you're what's known as the non-spouse. Then the IRA comes in and, and, and it becomes a decedent IRA. So it still has the person's, the original person's name in it. And then you have to, a decedent IRA, you have to take out required minimum distributions every year. Now, there's a couple, there's three things you can do with the decedent IRA that you inherit. You can just say, hey, just give me the money. I'll take a lump sum and I'm going to cash it out and I'll be hit with taxes. Or you can say, I, I'm going to put it into an inherited IRA. Or you can also do a five-year. Uh, you can do a five-year spread where you spread out the payments over five years. So those are the three things. What you cannot do with an inherited IRA is roll that IRA over into your IRA account. We get this question all the time. Be, it, now you can if you're the spouse. The spousal IRA, so you can stretch out your IRA in the future for the spouse, is 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 a really big deal. So. Something to think about. There's different types of of, of, of inherited IRAs, and one thing that you, you're going to have to watch watch out with the government. And again, I keep bringing this up on the show today, but th- they're really getting big into annuities, where they want people to buy annuities. And what worries us about the annuities over the long term is, is I just have a sneaking suspicion the government in the future could sit there and come up with everyone's IRA and say, we're taking over your IRA and we're going to give you a nice uh, annuity based on how much money you have in it. And then they can take control of people's assets. This is not 
now. It's not next year. It's not five years from now. But this is some. This is what we're always fighting to stop, uh, in, in general. So, uh, a couple things to to think about. Uh, the uh, we get two, that we have. Uh, just give you a quick primer on IRAs. Uh, we have two types of IRAs. You've got an IRA and you've got a Roth IRA. An IRA, when you put money into it, you get a, a tax deduction generally, depending on your income. For most people, they're getting a tax deduction. You pay no taxes on all the income and the dividends and the capital gains in your IRA while you're alive. And then when, once you retire, if you want to take some money out, say take out ten, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 a year, once you retire, you take the money out, there's a $20,000 taxable event at that time, and that's when you pay the taxes. And we talked about this on the show last week. I think the, the, the diff, even after accounting for the taxes, you're way ahead by going that route over a taxable account. The other type is a Roth IRA where you can put some money in the IRA, and it grows tax-free. You get no tax deduction up front at all. And but when you take the money out, you can take it out tax free. That's a really good deal. My own sus- personal suspicions about the Roth IRA. One of these days, they're going to figure a way to tax it. But now, you cannot roll your four hundred one k over into a Roth IRA. You can only roll it over. We have a lot of people coming up on retirement. A lot of people uh, leaving jobs. They're starting to come to us now, and they're going, "Hey, can you roll it over?" Uh, and, and so we roll over their 401k plan into an IRA. We cannot roll it over into a Roth IRA unless you do do a Roth conversion, which means you pay the taxes. But that's another story. So when you leave your company for your 401k plan, that gets rolled over into an IRA. And if you have a, 401, a Roth 401k, then that rolls into the Roth. That Most people don't have that. So couple things to think about. If you need some help with all this stuff, this is what we do at Max Out Savings Advisors. We, we're value investors in the stock and bond market. We do a lot of risk analysis work uh, on the markets. Right now, we're very defensive. We, we think this market is way overvalued, and we, we think that uh, we'll discuss some more about after this quick break about what we think the, uh, the world's economy and the market's going. But if, if you need some help, with with an IRA rollover, you don't know what to do. You can come talk talk to us. We'll be happy to sit down with you at, and for free and, and take a look at your retirement plan, see how you're set for retirement, and show you how we manage money at Max Out Savings Advisors. So just go to the website and you can sign up for a meeting at, at maxoutsavings.com. Uh, we Max Out Savings Advisors. We're here in Houston. This is a local company. This is not some national infomercial that's yelling and screaming about free cookies and seminars. We're local people. We do the management here in town. So if you need some help, go to the website at maxoutsavings.com and sign up for that free newsletter. It's free. We're not going to bother you. We don't give away our our, uh, email list. We don't sell our email list. It's all private. And the only thing we do is send out those uh, the the Max Out Savings Report showing people how to manage money for retirement. Uh, our outlooks in the market, common 401k mistakes, how to handle sudden wealth, tax changes, uh, what's happening in the markets. Uh, we talked about everything from the collapse of Wall Street uh, firms that was going to happen in 2008. We talked about it in 2007, and we warned you and told you what was going to happen. No one else did that that I know of. Uh, it was just a couple people out there, and we were one of the few. So if you need some help and want to work for your retirement to build it up, just go to the website at maxoutsavings.com. And we'll be right back after this quick commercial. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioka now, call 713-339-1070. 
Back in a moment with the Max Out Savings Show. This is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. We've seen a lot of volatility in the financial markets recently. Do you have a plan in place to protect your retirement? Max Out Savings can lead you through these troubling times so you can enjoy your retirement. Retirement should be a time to follow your dreams, not to worry about your investments. Let Max Out Savings be your retirement partner. Set up an appointment with us at MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Or call us at 713-627-0400. That's 713-627-0400. Coming to Nashville, February 23rd through 26th. Great Bible teaching from David Platt, Alistair Begg, Michael Youssef, and Joel Rosenberg. National leaders, Governors Mike Huckabee and Scott Walker, and Senator Jim DeMint. Meet and learn from media pros Chuck Norris, Al Robertson, Mark Burnett, and Roma Downey. Plus, providers of all the tools and services you need to launch, expand, and enhance your ministry on the air and online. It's the 2015 NRB International Christian Media Convention and Exposition. Monday, attend the all-new Film Summit with experts from around the world. Wednesday, the Digital Media Summit with Guy Kawasaki and noted leaders in social media. Nashville, February 23rd through 26th. For all the details, visit nrbconvention.org, nrbconvention.org. Investors, many people lose money because of fraud or mismanagement and do not know it. If you lost money in this up market, you may be entitled to repayment of your losses. The Hayes Law Firm represents investors, helping them to recover their investment losses. Call 281-815-4972 for a free consultation. If you are an investor that lost money in this up market because of possible fraud or mismanagement, you may be entitled to repayment of your losses. Call the Hayes Law Firm now, 281-815-4972, 281-815-4972. AM 1070, the answer. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement as always right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Uh, if you've got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070. Here's the, uh, you know, uh, the, the latest stuff uh, about, let's talk a little bit about oil. First of all, I have a... Uh, Here's a little quiz for y'all. Do you know who is the largest oil producer in the state? Who, who, who's the, the, the largest oil producer in the state of Texas? Ashley? Oh, Ashley's outside. Okay, she can't answer the question. But, uh, okay, I, I've got the top five oil producers here, which, which we'll be getting to. Number one. Drum roll. We need a better drum. Wait a second. There you go. Uh, EOG, Cor- EOG Corporation, they produce 9% of all the oil produced in Texas. Now, keep in mind, I don't think this includes the deep offshore stuff. Uh, they're producing about 230, 239,000 barrels a day. Number two is Occidental American. And uh, number three is... Uh, I'm, wait, I'm sorry. Number two is is Chesapeake. Number three is Occidental, 
It, that's in the Permian Basin, number three. Devon and uh, Pioneer Corporation. Those are the top five producers of oil in the state of Texas. Now, we've got a call coming in from Jack. Hello, Jack. Uh, Ted, this is Chuck. Oh, Chuck, I'm sorry. Okay. No problem. Yeah, we've got a bad connection. I, You know, let me ask you, are we going to be able to recover from the damage that this cabal is doing, I mean, we're going to have to fumigate the entire federal government. It's going to take decades to get rid of them. And as far as I can tell, the only way we're going to pull out of this is we're going to have to have abundant energy at reasonable prices so the economy can cover, can recover, and, and we're going to have to increase productivity dramatically in order to bail out of the mess that we're in. Yeah, no. Look, I I, I, th- I think that's actually a pretty pretty sharp assessment. I, look, uh, it, it's going to take us a while to get out of this, this mess. You brought up two things. Look, productivity is just not going up in the country right now. That's why wages really aren't going up. I think productivity in the oil and gas business has gone up dramatically, but productivity elsewhere hasn't. And and uh, Alan Greenspan talked a little bit about this this week, and and one of the is he one of the things he said was is uh, actually let me check my notes here. He he, he said you, the the where, where is it? Uh, very interesting thing. He said that uh, he said cash flow reinvestment from companies for for capital equipment like long term ten twenty year capital equipment is at the lowest level since nineteen forty. And so we're not investing in plant and equipment. We're not investing for our future. And 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 this is what we're what we're dealing with out there is is people, you know, they're uncertain. They don't know what's going to happen. Things are slowing down the world. They they certainly don't trust Barack Obama. And 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 so we're seeing. Uh, you're talking about the lowest capital expenditures by corporations on on plant and equipment since since sixty five years ago. It's since the nineteen forties, which is at the end of the last depression. Everybody's scared to death. Yeah, and, and it's you know Obama is just the titular head, the figurehead, the the point man. It's the whole cabal behind him. This thing has been building for at least fifty years. Yeah, well, you know? yeah. no, and, and I, look, and I think that's is that the, the liberals recognize this, this that they have a chance to get things going. And if I hear one more person tell me how dumb Obama is and how he's clueless and everything else, well, you know, he certainly seems to be accomplishing a heck, a heck of a lot for an idiot. I mean, you, know, is, <laughs> you want that guy on your shrewd. team. It's embarrassing. He is, he is absolutely street shrewd. It's all elbows and, and fouls. And, you know, I mean, the guy is, is – he is an expert at playing the game. He is an expert at agitating – He's an expert at shakedowns, you know. I mean, but look, he, he's getting what he wants, and that and that's what the Republicans ought to take a look at and start seeing. Hey, we want to start winning, you know. Maybe we need to start playing a different game, and and so yeah. But it, I, no, I think these are good points, Chuck. And thanks for the they're, call. They're terrified. They're yeah. just trying to survive. Yeah. No, I think, but no, good good call. But that's the problem you run into. So anyway, thanks a lot. The. But but that is I mean it is and to answer Chuck's final question really we are it's going to take a while to, I think if the next Republican gets in there they're going to have to go through a lot of these these government agencies and and you know I think they have to take a hard look at some of the people running these things because they really seem to have a pretty hefty liberal agenda that they're putting in place now some of these guys are just doing what they're told but other ones are are. Uh, 
are are really you know the true believers and 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 again I look these people have been very smart and very shrewd uh, about how they do things. I mean, you know, uh, I, I tell you, it's recently come out. They just passed this new FCC program, uh, you know, to regulate the uh, uh, to regulate the internet. Uh, it, it's come out that uh, George Soros spent tens of millions of dollars to get this in place. These guys had a plan of let's regulate the internet. How do we do it? We get it through these three people in the committee. So they went to those three people and basically told them what they wanted to do. And then they generated a bunch of, uh, you know, this bogus thing about there was support for all this because people didn't want the cable company beating up on them. You know, if you sat down, if you sit down and do the actual research, the average person has no idea that they just took the internet over. They thought they were just helping out with the, you know, trying to get their cable bill reduced, and instead the government's taking over. Very shrewd, very smart, and they took over the internet. And and George Soros was one of the people behind it. And you got these these billion liberal billionaires out there that you know seek to remake the world in, in their vision, and they become a threat to the rest of the United States. Anyway, but so uh, that's something. Oil. Let's get back over to oil. I, I just touched base. The lowest capital spending in in twenty five since nineteen forty for corporations. This is why we're not getting productivity up. This is why people aren't getting raises. Up until recently, the best place for getting raises has been in Texas because of the oil industry, where where, where we've had massive amounts of capital spending there. We've seen. Capital spending worldwide in energy production since 2008 or seven, somewhere in there, go from $400 billion a year up to $850 billion a year. It's doubled in that time frame. And so, so the, and there's a lot, if you look at the research, I've seen some research that say 40% of the higher end jobs in the recovery since 2008 have come from the oil and gas sector. That's where you got raises. That's where companies were putting money in. And what we have to do is we have to, People have to be – they have to believe in the future. And and, and I, I think looking back at, at the 30s, one of the things people didn't understand in the 30s, this is a repeat of the 30s, all the way down to Barack Obama you know, taking over the Internet. There was battles because uh, the uh, Roosevelt administration tried to tech- – Take over the electrical industry in the country and nationalize it. Then he tried to set pro- he tried to set the prices. I forgot what of of of, of wages. And then he tried to he there was something about a chicken. I forgot what it was about killing a chickens or something that led to a Supreme Court fight. In 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 that time, the economy didn't recover, and the same thing is happening now. And if you listen to what Alan Greenspan had in a very interesting interview uh, on CNBC, uh, I want to say yes, maybe th- it was Thursday, I believe. He he made the comment that worldwide demand is just not there. He said worldwide demand reminds him of the, of the toward the end of the uh, the toward the later stages of the depression, which is a thirty seven thirty eight, which is what we really think the world looks like today. You got a world of very slow growth. You have a world of asset price. Uh, you have a world of of commodity deflation. You have a world of stagnant wages, of layoffs, of high unemployment, and you have massive asset price inflation. Now, one of those two things aren't aren't making sense, and what the Federal Reserve has done is manipulate asset prices using interest rates up to this level. We think the stock market is very overvalued, and we think that, that the world is, is, is in a slowdown right now, and we, we, we see commodity not, deflation not just in oil and gas, but in iron ore. In copper, in lumber, uh, all of these things. The most recent new home sales weren't that good. 
the Chicago PMI came in, it was under 50, which is a really negative sign. They blamed it on, on the, uh, the slowdown in the port. I think it's got more – there's a massive slowdown going on in the oil and gas business, and that's going to start working its way through the economy. If, if, if you look at capital spending, uh, one of the biggest chunks of capital spending in, in, during this whole thing has been in the oil and gas sector. And they have been the leaders in capital spending, and now they're all slowing that down. I get a lot of questions about uh, about oil and gas. We, at Max Out Savings Advisors, we really trimmed out most of our oil and gas stuff last year because of the decline in oil and gas. I think there's going to be a better opportunity a little later on this year. I, we, we still go. We've had somewhat of a rally in oil and gas from the from the low in the in, in the forty four forty five. It's rallied up to forty nine, but it's still very low. And, and if you if you look at the inventory numbers, they're still climbing in this uh, uh, for stockpiling oil and gas, which means people are still putting more oil into inventory. And, and the problem with that is two things: that inventory eventually has to come out, which is more supply. And if you're building inventory, that means you're not really using the existing production now, and you're going to need more production cuts. And what we're seeing, and this is not well understood by Wall Street, is. I believe that there's hundreds and thousands of wells out there that haven't been completed. They've been drilled but not completed. And one of the things that has been the real change in the oil and gas sector has been is 10 years ago, 20 years ago, if I drill a well, my cost to complete that well is probably 30%, unless it's something offshore or something. If it's onshore, 35%. Now the cost to complete a well because of the horizontal well and the massive number of fracks and the sand and the water and everything, you're looking at 65 to 70% of the cost of the well. So a lot of these guys aren't completing their wells. That means there's more production to come on stream than people understand. Now, if you've got any questions or comments, we're on the, coming up on the last part of the show. If you want to get in here, we're live here in Houston, Texas, as always, 713-339-1070. Not always. Sometimes we'll be other parts of the country and call in the show. But 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Savings Show. So that that's one of the things. We're starting to see some of the companies. Country companies cut their dividend, like Rig, we're, we're, uh, Transocean. We're, we're, I think you're going to see more dividend cuts. We're, we're seeing a lot of capex cuts. Any anywhere between some of the bigger companies are cutting capex fifteen percent. Some of the smaller companies are cutting capex forty percent. So, in 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 capex is a fancy way of of saying we're not going to drill as many wells or put in as many pipelines or other stuff. Uh, and so, the bullish case for oil is is Two things. With the type of CapEx cuts and the drop in the rig count, you're going to see oil later this year start dropping off in production-wise. And, and, and what's unique about this time is shale wells drop off much quick, at a much quicker rate. They, they have 30% or more uh, drops in production, 30 35% drops in production than a normal oil well. So if you can only go so long and then that production sort of falls off a cliff pretty quickly – in the United States. So this is in the shale oil has taken us it has basically resulted in about a 40%, 40, 50, 60%, about 40 something percent increase in oil production in the United States over the last 3 or 4 years. So you're going to see a big drop off in that and and so 
eventually later this year, you're going to see oil prices go up, but not as much. I, I still think I think you have to be cautious. I think we're living in a world of deflation. Uh, the, 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 you're seeing slowdowns around the world, not just in Europe, but you're seeing it in Japan. You're seeing a clear slowdown in China, a clear slowdown in Brazil, a clear slowdown in the, the Arab countries, a, a clear slowdown in Russia. And, uh, and so this is all adding to that more of a feel of, of, of 1937. So I think in our strategy at Max Out Savings Advisors is we think you need to deal a lot with risk because there's a lot of risk in the market. And so you want to sit there and be more cautious in, in this type of world. And, and, and I think that is the important thing with your portfolios is really to sit there and manage that risk and understand that the, that the days are just sitting in an, in an S&P 500 ETF and letting it ride it up is coming to a very rapid end i think and so you have to be cautious if you need some help you can go you can visit us at maxoutsavings.com a couple things you can do there you can sign up for our free report our most recent one we talk about the currency wars that are happening in the world we're we're living in a world now where instead of of interest rates moving up and down it's currencies that are going to move up, and it's it's a fundamental shift. And currency moves happen much quicker, and can have more damaging aspects to 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 an investment world. It's a it's a big fundamental change. We also write about tax changes, our outlooks for the market, how to save money, common four hundred one k mistakes. It's all in the Max Out Savings Report. If you're not on that list, it's free. You should get it. Just go to the website and sign up for that report. And I'd like to help you if you need help managing your retirement. Just go to maxoutsavings.com and you can sign up with an appointment to meet with me. So go to the website, maxoutsavings.com, and I hope everyone has a great weekend. And remember, our motto is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Produced by Doug Harris and Noisemaker Communications. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070. The answer. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.